right. Since, oh my God, this is our last review of the season. Yeah. So y'all know I gotta end it in my music bag. Oh. And it's also, you know, it's a time to be jolly, to be to be exuberant. Um, so happy holidays, y'all. <clears throat> I oh. don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own more than you Ooh. could ever know. Make my wish come true. Ooh, huh? ooh. All I want for Christmas is you. Wow. Happy holidays from the New Chitlin Circuit. In a rare show of restraint, you took the bottom note of the harmony there. I did. <laughs> In a rare show of restraint, yeah. I was bracing Listen, myself. <laughs> if I'm going to sing the Queen of Christmas, her song, I'm not going to, I'm only going to yeah. embarrass myself a little bit. You know, I tried mm, some of the runs, right. but that whistle tone, nah, I'm not even going to play myself like that. Nope. Wow. Yeah. Well, that most certainly relates for our final review of the season and our final holiday movie, you know, to wrap it all in. So why don't you tell listener homegirls what we watched this week? Yeah, this week we tuned into Holiday Heist, released 2019, currently available to stream on BET Plus, written by Angela Burt Murray, directed by Roger Bob, and starring Chaley Rose. Tobias Trevelyan, Philip Edward Van Leer, and Lucian Cambridge. All right, let's start the show. The new Chitlin Circuit. Welcome back to the new Chitlin Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black Indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And each week we watch a Black independent movie. Why? Because we love them and because we're in the holiday spirit. Hello. You know, Ooh. shout out to Black Santa Claus, Black Mrs. Yeah. Claus, uh, Lil Rudolph, and the gang up in the North Pole. Mm-hmm. Y'all know how we do each and every week. We start off with our 60-second challenge. Now, this, y'all, our last one for the season, I know and y'all know Alexis has two strikes on her record. Okay. Now, the rules are, for anyone, any new listeners joining us today, we do a Family Feud style. Three strikes and she's out of here. Okay, come next season. And this would be the perfect time to start holding auditions. So hold your breath. We shall see. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Wow. (laughs) But this week's challenge is brought to us by Kay. Every kiss begins with Kay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And because I'm in the holiday spirit, it's our last review. I'm I don't think you need it. I feel like you might even crush this one. I'm gonna still yeah. give you an extra five seconds. Thank you. You be mm-hmm. uh so generous with them five seconds <laughs> as if that's gonna hey. just hey. I'm gonna be able to just squeeze in another plot line. You just might. You never seconds. know. <laughs> you never know. If you're really a professional now. Like you say you are. I am. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and start the clock now. 
All right. So on the south south side of Chicago, right, in a Rosedale, Rose something, uh, the Holiday family, their last name Holiday, they own a jewelry store. They've been owning that store for generations, right? So the daddy, Robert, his wife passed away very sad. And his daughter, Jade, is you know, come back to the shop to, to help things out. But the jewelry store is struggling. So they hire a new salesman. And he is doing so good. He's selling all the diamonds, everything so good. And it turns out he's a thief. And he is trying to case the joint. Um, so he and the little brother in the family, uh, RJ, PJ, something, he RJ. gets caught up. Uh, RJ, <laughs> he gets caught up in all of this foolishness as well with street crime and Russians. And at mm. the end of the day, they got to save the jewelry store and the spirit of Christmas. Wow. 12 seconds left. Might have been mm-hmm. some of your best time this season. Yeah. Let's go ahead and add yeah. that. Ding. That was good. Ding. Yeah. Thank you. And now that we know what happened in the movie, I'm excited to talk about it. I'm excited to get into our general thoughts on Holiday Heist. All right, y'all. Before we get into our general thoughts on Holiday Heist, Wanted to first thank y'all for tuning in every episode this season. We have made it to our final episode of season, well, final review, I should say, of season three. We got something else coming for y'all next week. But final review of season three, and this is not possible without all of y'all, our listener homegirls. We really, really, really appreciate you coming back each and every Monday to hear us kiki, talk, and dissect these various Black indies across the spectrum. On that same note, we also love when y'all send us listener pics. You know, that's something that we instituted this season. We got even more coming for y'all next season. So feel free. Keep sending in, keep sending in those pics. Let us know on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. That Gmail is also always open. Uh, we add them to our going list and can't wait to see what y'all want us to watch next season. All right, let's get back to the review. So, Sydney, what did you think of Holiday Heist? You know, this was the movie I needed to really thrust me into the holiday spirit, truly. Um, The movie we did last week, also a great holiday pick, but this really felt like one of those classic Lifetime Hallmark movies, but make it black. And I love that. Mm -hmm. I want more of that. Um, I love a good little cute love story. Shout out to uh, Tobias, who played Devin. He's very cute. Um, If you're single, if you're listening, holla. (laughs) Put it up front. (laughs) I want him to know. Yeah, <laughs> I see. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you, girl. My at is in our Instagram. Uh, okay, bio. So <laughs> no, but this was great. This is just what I needed. It was lighthearted. It hit all the holiday movie notes. Not a small town, but like a small section of like Greater Chicago area. Yeah. Um, this like tight knit black community. We have a hometown hero trying to save a local business. We got the fine man to come in out of who knows where to help with that cause. They fall in love. And I couldn't have asked for more. So uh, safe to say I enjoyed my watch and excited to talk about it some more. What did you think about Holiday Heist? Yeah, I I guess I enjoyed it. I really don't have any like no notes on the movie. It was one of those that I put on and mm-hmm. I started watching it. And then, you know, things happened. <laughs> like, like the, the story moved along so swiftly, like really yeah. frictionless. Yeah, and then the movie was over, and I said, "Oh man, I guess yeah, it was kind of sweet. I <laughs> like that." <laughs> yeah, I put it on, ate my dinner, and I was like, "Yeah, that was that was a good that way to spend right? my dinner." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So 
That's how I feel about it. It's really one of those. It's like the definition of like a popcorn movie. <laughs> for sure. It's that. That's a good way to put it. It's for sure a, like a whole popcorn movie. Yeah, sit down, have your cool little snack, eat a meal. And it makes the meal more enjoyable. I agree with you. Yeah. Now that we know what we're feeling about holiday heists, let's walk through some of these scenes. Here on the new Chitlin Circuit, we like to start with the first scene in the movie. So let's bring us on in. This movie brings us into a small neighborhood in the south side of Chicago with Robert Holiday, who is the owner of Holiday Jewels. And he's doing his thing. He's a community man. <laughs> and he the first thing we see him do is get handed some coffee by, as Sydney put it, a tenderoni <laughs> in the community. She was. She was the town tenderoni. Everybody <laughs> wanted some of Camille <laughs> and the maple cookies, whatever she was baking. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you know, they're doing a little flirting or whatever. But this is also, you know, I think the movie was super effective at giving us all the exposition we needed real quick. Mm-hmm. Because from that first set of dialogue, you can tell that Robert is a widower, like his wife yep. just passed away. And that's why all the ladies are being so sweet to him, bringing yep. him treats and, you know, always mm-hmm. checking up on him and stuff like that. <laughs> so, yeah. But, you know, after that, he gets into the jewelry store. And this is when we first see Holiday Jewels and we see the family yes. business. It's a really nice store. Like it's it, a, yeah. it looks like a Jared or, or a K. I don't know. It's a very nice like jewelry store. I'd go in there if I lived in Chicago, buy me something yeah. nice. But mm. see, I haven't gotten, because I do live in Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't spend a lot of time. Chicago's gigantic. It's a really it big city. And I don't spend a lot of time on the south side because um, I'm a... Um, a coastal transplant uh, so i was gonna say i live <laughs> so i live where the rest of the <laughs> coastal transplants <laughs> live. Mm. um but if i did I, I still i feel very this is more commentary on like my journey with jewelry right now because i didn't grow up uh-huh. with a lot of money so i grew up like you know wearing like beauty supply store earrings because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i thought all earrings came from the beauty supply store right um right. And as it is right now all i know is from what I listen to in like rap songs and like, you know? Yeah. So I know that something can be, (laughs) uh, I want you to break it down for us. VBS. Uh, (laughs) I know, um, Eliante. Uh (laughs) uh And I looked on that website. That is some of the ugliest jewelry I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) You ever looked at the Eliante website? I've never looked at those. No. I'll pull it up right now, though, that you brought it up. Please look at it. It's so ugly. (laughs) And so expensive. Like, they pay for these custom ugly-ass chains. I don't get it. (laughs) Oh, these the ones the crew be had. Yeah. No, these are ugly. I'm not a fan. (laughs) They just so clunky. They remind yeah. me of them uh, iced out rectangle belt buckles that niggas yep. used to wear. Yep. That's those, what remember like. going to Golden Glide, get you the yeah. iced out uh, light up grill. I f- that's yeah. what Eliante is giving to me. <clears throat> that's what it gives. Um, yeah. So I know that. Um, but as far as jewelry goes, <laughs> um, yeah. outside of some like BVS uh, <laughs> studs, I really don't understand what's Come on, going BBS on. Come on, BVS is on. Right. So if I walked into a store like this, I would feel very comforted. Like, okay, I can get me something like for Mm -hmm. a normal person. Um, Right, right, right. (laughs) That'll be really nice and like shiny too, but it won't (laughs) be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) yeah, literally, I don't know. Like, I'm not a, what was the the term they kept using in the movie? Like, not a jeweler, but a a gem. 
tech a gemologist like, a gemologist gemologist not like gemologist that. a gem a right something. but i know what's cute so i feel like i could go yeah. into a jewelry store and point out oh no that's a cute one let me see let me see that and make me some diamonds or right. some earrings some little earrings that's that's cute right or i want that in a an engagement ring that's cute mm-hmm. i could do that but yeah. naming types of diamond brands yeah all i know too is like vvs because of music and i've seen these Eliante chains before, and I always never really liked them. So, yes. Yeah. yeah, they're real tacky. Yeah. But this is not that type of place. You know, there are no, if this were a, don't give me, because I love his movies. But mm-hmm. if this were a Mark Harris movie, there would have been a rapper come through the store. You're right. <laughs> You're right. He would have had You're somebody right. dress up as a rapper and come through, come through the store. You're right. But this movie is like super duper wholesome. So, it's very like homey. Like this movie, like I'm glad that that it was in Chicago, but it could have been in some made up like small town somewhere yeah. in like the Midwest or East Coast, like easily. This could have been in Augusta for all, right, like, for all for we all knew. All yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. yeah. So he goes into the jewelry store and we see everything. But we are, this is also where we meet his daughter, Jade. So mm-hmm. this is his oldest child. She is very put together. Like my first very. impression of Jade was like Oh yeah, this is a lady who has a is she a Virgo? Like right, right. Impression of her. <laughs> and we also yeah. meet his younger son, RJ. Um mm-hmm. I can't place how old RJ is. What is he like? I think he's supposed to be like 17, 18, getting ready for college. Um okay. like he's yeah, like an older teenager is okay. how they cast him. That's what he gets. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense then. Um he's very tech savvy. He's setting up a website. Mm-hmm. For the jewelry store and Jade is just there trying to keep things under wraps and trying yeah. to help out with the business because as we find out financially it's not looking good too great yeah I mean <laughs> listen we, I mean this was released 2019 but still you know mm-hmm. diamonds are definitely uh, an excess cost not you know in need so I'm not yeah. surprised, but you know we got the we got the main plot though. The holiday season should enrich, okay, the holidays business so that they can stay afloat through the upcoming year. Right, hopefully. right. If if I were you know just thinking economically, you mm-hmm. know, to be a jeweler in a small like community like that, you yeah. gotta have like the engagement ring market on lock because the only way sure. you're gonna be able to sell that many diamonds. Is if everybody buying engagement rings and studs comes mm-hmm. to you. I yeah. don't. Maybe some of the more well-off deacons of the community, <laughs> like literally like deacons, yeah, you know, old church folks. Maybe they make enough money, you know, if they're attorneys or accountants or something, mm-hmm. to like buy their wife a diamond brooch every couple. Of right, years, right, but, every couple of years. Yeah, that's right. true. <laughs> I mean, but I guess they they are in Chicago competing against like other larger jewelry chains like the Jared's and the K's. So their problem in that like situation is like, yeah, y'all got to really step it up if you're going to compete with these huge um, businesses. And, you know, you have this truly homegrown small business. So they can't let it go up because it's been in the family, they said, for like 70 something years, like four generations or something. So that that that's sad if it would end like that. Definitely. And, you know, Jade is, you know, let's now let's get into Jade because she mm-hmm. this is not her career. She studied fashion and yep. she wanted to be a designer like that. And she sews and like she makes designs. 
Um, but to be honest, you know, I didn't really see that tight of a, maybe it's because I didn't grow up in a family business, but like, mm-hmm. this isn't a family business that I would be like, so pissed off about taking over, you know, especially yeah, yeah. if you have a passion for design and like wearable art, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? True. But like, different kind of design though. I feel like her passion yeah. was, I mean, it's clothing, obviously. So it's like very different, like making and designing clothes for people to wear and like I, I'm sure designing like diamonds is also really cool. But I think, you know, yeah. if you want to be a jeweler, you become a jeweler. If you want to be a fashion designer, you go the other way. You're right. You're right. Well, she was, she would agree with you, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> because she wasn't super pleased about having to come down here, uh, come back to Chicago to like handle this stuff. Anyway, so not before long, you know, we see the financial issues with the jewelry store that the real estate developers are really running them down because they're behind on the mortgage. So mm-hmm. all this means is you're like, if you lose this spot, they're going to come right in and take yeah. this from you. And if it's one thing about the U S of a, they don't care what time of the year it is. They don't care yeah. how long you've been in the business. They don't care like about your reputation. No. Um, if they deem that you are not, no longer able to pay for mm-hmm. your housing, your business, they will take it. Yeah, yeah it's so crazy. Just be done. You just be like done. That. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, in walks the sexy young <laughs> Devin one day. You know, we see this, you know, we see this guy. Uh, he seems like he just got out, you know, he's mm-hmm. re entering society, really. Um, and he learns that he has a debt to pay. You know, yeah. we introduced to him across town a little bit, and he's in like this seedy bar. Yeah, you know what yeah. this reminded me of, though? T.I. and Takers? Oh, I did not consider that. Yeah. No? Oh. <laughs> I was thinking, like, the the jazzy old-timiness of the gangsters in this movie. Made oh, yeah. yeah. Idris Elba in this Christmas. <laughs> no, that's true. He ran out the bar Duke. and looked the first scene. Yeah. Yeah, Mo and Dude were like, hey, uh-huh. why are they chasing this guy around wearing suits and stuff? Everybody's- that's true playing the saxophone what is this? and he was in chicago too before he fl- like flee or yeah fled the city to la yeah. that's true oh that's a good that's a good call out yeah it's weird it's like um it's like a like intentional like it's like an attempt to try and reject the like street uh mm-hmm. crime that chicago is known for not right not rightfully so i live here it's a very nice safe city mm-hmm. but in an effort to reject that, they go straight to like <laughs> Blues Brothers 2000. They do. And like put the gangsters in suits and stuff. They do. <laughs> I'm like, oh, like, was it Home Alone? I don't want to see your no good lazy tuckus <laughs> around these parts no more. Cock <laughs> the machine Precisely. gun. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And so that that's, that's kind of what it gave a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, And in this like CD bar, um, what's his name? Devin. This is where he Devin, finds out yeah. that the the town, the South Side gangster, um, Poncho, 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 mm-hmm. that's his name, still says that he owes him money. So Devin apparently owes Poncho hella money for uh the bank, not the bank job. What they, what did they rob? Some other kind of like heist job that went awry ten years ago, and Poncho was still pissed about it. If you're a real gangster, let it go. That's a sunk cost. Right. Bro, like this who, nigga was in jail that whole time. He went literally. to jail for that. 
Where do you think he, if you think he got money well, no, from that? He didn't go to jail for it, actually. He was just like laying oh. low for the last decade. Because he, remember he told Poncho, he was like, I didn't say nothing. The cops questioned me for three, four hours. I didn't, I oh. never broke. And that's why he was trying to like, you know, plead his case with Poncho to not have to do any more heist. But Mr. Poncho said, oh no, my brother, Ooh. you have got to oh, do no, this Oh no, I missed that. Nah, yeah. I'm kind of, because where you been at for that long yeah, and you ain't got no money? Yeah. Mm, I don't know about now that. All of a sudden, you pop back in town. <laughs> yeah, looking good as ever. You right. don't look like you miss no meals. <laughs> right, that's true. That's true. Should have stayed. You didn't come back low. here looking po. Yeah. Right, right. Well, Pancho wants his money either way. <laughs> <laughs> so, Devin, um, pretty much, it's kind of like indentured now. Pancho's yeah. like, and this is how you're gonna get my money, is robbed the jewelry store. Crazy. So. Devin sets the scheme and, and what he has to do is go and get a job at Holiday Jewels and pretend that he works there so he can case the joint and pull off an inside job. Now, this is yep. some slimy shit. Very. This is, yeah, this is real the small up. business. You know they financial struggles. The daddy has basically made you his second son since you know so much about diamonds and clarity right. and cut and all those things that matter. And this is how you repay them? That's slimy. But of course, yeah. the holiday spirit. I was waiting to see Devin's heart grow three sizes like the Grinch. Because <laughs> that would have broke me had he really just left town. <laughs> <laughs> this is something that I always notice. I want to pull out one thing from the from the movie. So Devin walks into the jewelry store and mm-hmm. Jade is making a sale. Well, trying to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With this very indecisive customer who's trying to buy an engagement ring. Which, in mm-hmm. my eyes, if you don't come in here five, six times trying to buy an engagement ring, you ain't bought one. You, you're not sure about whether you want to propose right. to her. Exactly. Is what's really going on. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, like, because if that was the case, then, like, you wouldn't let this stop you from asking her to marry you. Right. And Devin is in there at the same time where she's trying to, like, say, oh, yeah, I mean, this ring is this one, this is that. And mm-hmm. Devin steps in and, like, you know, does this big, dazzling, like, sale about... Yeah. It's very like, you know, mad men of like <laughs> it was. You know, this is the ring that she's gonna she she can't say no to this ring. Yeah. yeah. And it I was hot though. To, yeah. I'm gonna say it. Yeah, for all the fellas listening, I listen we talked about this, uh learning to swim. Don't flex yeah. your like knowledge of something. If we get something for free, I don't care. My homegirl hooked us up, shut up. But in yeah. this case, flex your knowledge. What do you know about diamonds? I wanna know. Mm, wow. Nice. That just changed the trajectory of everything I was going to say. Oh, really? What were you going to say? Man, not only well, here's not only am I gay, uh-huh. I really have a problem with men because <laughs> I did not read it that way, and I never read it that way. Yeah. I I always notice. I pay such close attention when movies include a man telling somebody what to do, and I'm like, uh-huh. why would you think anybody would find that pleasant? Obviously, the problem is that I have an issue <laughs> with a man thinking yeah. he could tell me something. Oh, I would have been so mad if I was. I would have been so icked out and mad. Hey, he coming really? here, bitch! I'm doing this. You don't know anything about. I've been talking to this customer for weeks, buddy. You don't work here. Yeah. What can I help you with? What can I help you, you with? What, what do you need? Right. Welcome to Back Holiday Jewels. <laughs> I would have been so. 
pissed off and just Uh-oh. annoyed. Because why would you come in here? Act- Imagine you're doing your job and some strange man comes well, to try to say like. he could do it better. Well, that I don't like. That- yeah, because that's like, pump your brakes, uh, brother. Yeah. I'm, I'm behind the counter. Who name is on the marquee? That's what I'm pointing outside. Who name is that's outside? That's what I felt. <laughs> is you a holiday? I think I'm just... <laughs> I'm just sensitive to that. <laughs> so it was Maybe obviously I turned a blind fine, eye but... because Devin was because Devin is fine. So I turned a blind eye, I think, because he was fine. If he was medium ugly, I would have been pissed probably. <laughs> yeah. See, I did, I just couldn't get down with that. But it worked out for him because well, Jay yeah. wasn't feeling it either, but her yeah, dad overheard the whole thing and was like, you know, young man, we hiring, you know, come mm-hmm. come join the family. And um this movie, I think what it really nailed home was the emotional weight. You mentioned this earlier, Sydney, of mm-hmm. Robert inviting Devin in like that because yeah, Robert was really sore and wide open, you know, after his mm-hmm. wife passed away. So it was a big thing for him to, he was just he, starry-eyed at Devin. Very, yeah. yeah. He been, you can tell he'd been keeping like his family very, like holding them even tighter, keeping them like in so much more like closer regard since like his wife has passed. So for him to let Devin in after overhearing him, you know, outdo his daughter for 30 seconds. It's like, wow, yeah. I guess that's that's what that's what gets you going. That's what what's your whistle? All right. <laughs> Come on in, Devin. Right. So so it starts, you know, Devin starts working there and sales are up. Cause mm-hmm. the, the challenge here is Robert needs to bring seventy something thousand dollars to Oof. pay on the back mortgage. Yeah. To save the the store, yeah. So they need to have a hell of a Christmas out like season. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of <laughs> money to raise in a few weeks. It's <laughs> a lot of money, um, especially like like I can conceive of somebody selling seventy thousand dollars worth of jewelry in a month, mm-hmm. but like seventy thousand dollars worth of jewelry after cost of goods sold like after yeah. wages yeah. and like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. i that's a lot but it's a lot we and had a little small montage. business too <laughs> like there's yeah we, we did have a little montage of them yeah. basically Racking it was it giving up. dream girls when uh curtis was selling all the cadillacs yes. up front to pay for studio time in his payola yes. scheme yeah they was selling in diamonds five thousand here six thousand yeah. there one thousand here yeah Cha-ching. yeah and That's you can't was missing, RJ made sign. the website, so they were selling. Oh right, you right. Like, cause that's that was so smart. I don't know how they didn't have one before. Like, I was going to say, not that's everything why needs to be debt. custom, custom. Yeah, yeah, like you don't have a website in 2019. Come on now. Yeah, it's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So speaking of RJ, let's talk about that. Now, as yeah. soon as he leaves out of the the jewelry store, you know, in one of these scenes. What we learned about him, one, he's a sweet boy. Look at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they call him choir boy on the streets. So you know he's yeah. a sweet boy. <laughs> he's, he sings solos in the choir. He's just the sweetest mm-hmm. boy it can be. <laughs> but <laughs> here he is getting mixed up in some foolishness. Yep. He is running around with some boy. I, I forget the boy's name. Poncho's little henchman. That's what I... Yeah, Poncho's Maybe henchman. Was... Yeah. So, Maybe it was Brandon. I think it was Brandon. That sounds right. Yeah. And they are sitting up here robbing a cell phone store. Like they robbing the T-Mobile store or something. Mm-hmm. And RJ's role in it, because he's good with computers, is to hack in and shut down the alarm system. 
And he just yep. sits out in the car while Brandon goes and actually steals the stuff. Mm-hmm. What we see is that Brandon works for Poncho and Poncho is trying to like indenture. He's trying to hook RJ yeah. into this lifestyle by incriminating him by yep. like making RJ be caught at the scene or like recorded mm-hmm. at the scene of the cell phone robbery so that he would be able to blackmail him into doing further crimes. Yep. Right. Real messed Pancho up. is an evil mastermind. Yeah. Okay. Like big villain. <laughs> Ooh, you know, another movie I just, cause I was racking my brain for a suited up Chicago gangster. Another movie uh-huh. who did that barbershop. Keith David as the lone shark. So right in barbershop, he sure would have. Why do they think every gangster in Chicago has to wear a leather jacket and a suit? Maybe they do. (laughs) I've seen it once. You need to go to the South Side more often. Maybe they do. You spend too much time in the West Loop and wherever the hell else you be at. Let me just stroll down the red line, CTA train line. And, yeah. and get off at whatever stop and say, hello, yeah. I'm actually Don't. looking for the gangsters. I would like to know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm doing Hi, a you fashion Gangster? archival project. <laughs> and I would like to know what the gangsters yeah. are wearing. So could you point yeah. me to the gangsters? Head on down there on uh, O'Block. <laughs> <laughs> now, why would I do that? <laughs> That's actually, not my Alexis, business. What you're, what you're overseeing is mm-hmm. you're missing a huge part of this. The current mayor of Chicago dresses like that <gasps> exactly. Oh my so God. So it's accurate. <laughs> oh my, you're so it's right. Accurate. With the hat and everything. <laughs> the hat and everything. She so, dresses like that. Just like that. Wow. So, oh, yeah. So maybe they, it's true. It's true. They like that over there. I and don't know. And apparently she has the biggest dick in Chicago. Are you familiar <laughs> oh, with this? No, I'm not. What is that? What, That's what's a quote. This? That's Give a me quote some tea. from the she Chicago mayor. She's, I got the biggest dick in Chicago. <laughs> and <laughs> now let me tell you the context. Is she running for re-election? <laughs> I hope not. I don't think oh so. God. <laughs> I've never seen a place hate a mayor more than people hate the mayor here. <laughs> Damn. But this was like 2020, like around that time <laughs> where uh-huh. where everybody was like, oh, well, maybe we should take down some of these statues. Right. There's a big Christopher Columbus statue, right? And mm-hmm. everybody was like, mm, I'm not feeling it anymore. Right. <laughs> and the thing is, nobody really cared. <laughs> but apparently, uh, different races <laughs> in Chicago yeah. have kind of like blocks, like B-L-O-C, like, like a block. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the Italian block was like, mm, actually, no. Um, Let's keep it. As if you're asking how I feel about it, no, I think you right. should keep it. <laughs> and, you know, the city didn't want to upset. <laughs> this is how Chicago works. It's just, mm. a, it's literally just a big map of gangs. That's, so it's the giving city, the Sopranos, but yeah. like in, in practice, it's what so it this, seems like. The city didn't want to upset the Italian block. Um, but Lori Lightfoot kind of wasn't clued in. So she was like, first off, they don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I don't care if you're Italian. If you, I have the biggest dick in Chicago. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, the buck stops with me. <laughs> I can't. No, she did not. It's a quote. See, many people oh heard her God. say it. <laughs> I, I'm going to Google it right now. Lori Lightfoot, biggest dick. <laughs> Ooh. 
It's I so can't. funny. This whole city is so unserious. I've never That's lived very in a place unserious. Like this <laughs> hell, y'all do that damn green ass river for St. Patrick's Day. That's unserious as hell. I have to take you to see that, man. It's uncanny, like how like, green it is. How they do that? They wow. said, "Don't March hurt the fish." 3rd, I don't believe them. Twenty twenty two. Lori Lightfoot yeah. bragged about having the biggest dick in Chicago. Yeah, that was this year. That was, this, that was earlier this I year. I thought for sure that was. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. She's got the biggest Miss in Chicago. Wow. Well, let me period. shut my fat ass up. Okay. Period. Yeah. Miss Lori. Mm. So, you're right. So yeah. The gangsters do dress. The like The gangsters that. dress like that in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> you got one running the city. Period. <laughs> so yeah, um, Pancho is real evil, and he's trying to get RJ caught up in this because at the end of the day, Pancho wants to rob the jewelry store because that's the biggest mm-hmm. lick in the neighborhood. You know, and oh, here's what's really like kicking it is that mm-hmm. the jury, this is so moving. I was so moved. The first scene in the movie when they did this, the yeah. jury store has been honored with holding like the African something diamonds. Oh, diamond. Yeah. Like a very uh, unique, yeah. but like also very expensive diamond. Yeah. It's like a, yeah. Like a, a artifact type of thing. Yeah. They're not yeah, for sale. Yeah. They're just for viewing. Like the same way mm-hmm. they have. It's, it's beautiful in a way because yeah, yeah at least it's a black store but it's right. one of those things where like oh, how did we get but how did you, you kind of how did you get it like you like you had to turn a blind eye a little bit like, yeah. like beyonce in the in the tiffany diamond i just yeah. turned a blind eye to it but you know because she is the first <laughs> black woman to wear it but i'm not gonna like you know come at my sis crazy for wearing it i'm gonna just turn my head a little bit Sydney, you're so fucking funny. <laughs> I, I had to turn a blind eye. I've, that is literally the harshest criticism criticism I've ever heard you give to Beyonce. I know, and it, it's hard to say. <laughs> and that was so mild. And that was the yeah. harshest thing I've ever heard you say about Beyonce. Yeah, because I don't got nothing bad to say about my good sis. I never do, never will. <laughs> you just had to look the other way on that I had one. to. Because I was like, oh, damn, B, that's kind of, you know, wow. Yeah. <laughs> what you think she said after Jay Z said that um, capitalist was a slur? <laughs> what you I'm pretty sure. I know she told him, Jay. No, I told you about getting into Twitter Spaces. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Jay. <laughs> no, that Please is, Jay. shut the fuck up about. Did you say that? <laughs> a, a slur, Jay. A slur. <laughs> Do you know they saying eat the rich? <laughs> you lost your mind. <laughs> we are included in that equation. <laughs> Even though Beyonce, if you're listening, I would never eat you. Don't worry about that. Well, <laughs> so yeah, um, they have these, and that's really the lick for real. Because they're not yeah. like Poncho knows that you know the insurance will cover the the retail the diamonds, diamonds. yeah. But mm-hmm. like we want, you know what I'm saying. So this the is why daddy. everybody's trying to move on the the jewelry store this holiday because they have these diamonds. Yeah. And they did not up the security at all. I was hoping to see where the well, security they had was. That one uh, fella who couldn't pass um, Ty, who couldn't pass the police exam, but he was yeah. kind of like a a rent a cop who would come into the store every once in a while, right? But, you know, but he they was wasn't not that enough. wasn't upped security. That was the regular. That's security. true. That was regular security. <laughs> yeah, and I would assume for like things like that because you know they always have like the extra like. The diamond comes with the guy, like the big, mm-hmm. like husky security guy. Like he comes with the diamond. Yeah. They didn't have that kind of thing with these at all. Diamonds. Is it because they black? Mm. Mm. Well, 
that would have they is hell of businessmen to negotiate that in the first place to put yeah like big like important expensive diamonds like that in just a regular neighborhood store that's mm-hmm. um it'd be one thing if they were in the loop like if they were right, in downtown right. oh like, in the loop in, yeah in chicago oh yeah that's what it's called oh in the loop oh that's because cool. the loop is the train going the loop oh learn something new every day yeah Oh my god, I'm so tired of y'all acting like y'all New York is the only city in the world. <laughs> Please. You say, oh, and what do you call your downtown? What do you call your downtown? Is it still downtown? Oh my oh, it's god. The loop. Girl, please. Oh, okay. You know, like downtown in New York, it, it means a lot of things. Like you can be like... I'm I'm happy to explain my little village to you. Okay. Thank you. Your little small town. Oh my god, I appreciate it no so big much. Deal, yeah. I don't know how y'all live like that. Those little small yeah, towns like it's that. Quaint, so but... It's very quaint. I don't know. Just well yeah, there's like a few million people. That's so cute. Yeah, it's small, but uh-huh. it's ours, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so homey Midwestern. <laughs> okay, Miss Girl. <laughs> well, yeah, so this that's the setup. And Devin is at the same time getting a little too cozy with Jade, who has a man who is mm-hmm. a boring police officer. That's um, him. But that he is her man. Girl, leave him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, I did not like him at all. Nobody did. Oh, he was on my nerves from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> and Jade didn't like him either. And quiet as it's kept, it just, you wanted to hear how I really feel? Hmm. Something that we talk about a lot in my community is what? compulsory heterosexuality and how yeah. long it takes a lot of lesbians to realize that they're lesbians because it's just so normalized to not like men because men are not easy to like. That's true. That's true. And Miss Jade is very much given. Um, I don't know if she realized that she don't really like men because <laughs> <laughs> her friend was like, Devin is fine as fuck. As fuck. That's and Jade true. was like, Girl, what? I have a man. Fine? Okay. Right. And do you but love like, him? But are you blind? Well, he's... Like, you have a man. Yeah, but you can see. <laughs> right. <laughs> and her man, I cannot even explain the passionlessness of that union. <laughs> I mean, none. She could not. She's not moved at all by any of them. Yeah. She doesn't there like was these niggas. One scene after he had canceled a date and they settled on Chinese takeout at home. Boring. Yeah. And you know, he goes, I mean, shouldn't you be grateful? Because she talks about wanting to continue her career. But they decide to get married and, you know, venture out into her fashion design world. He goes, but aren't you just happy being the mother of my children and my wife? Oh, Cut he it. Was bugging. Cut he it. Was bugging. That's the nope. last. First off. You're crazy. You're nuts. Absolutely. You're nuts. You're a lunatic. You're Absolutely not. Yeah. Buddy, you're a police officer. A police officer. I think what they are you? not. I don't think so. <laughs> what do police yeah. officers make in Chicago? Because he was tripping. I'm police sure it's officer. decent money. It's a major city. Sorry, but I'm Chicago. also sure it's not that, like <laughs> it's not hitting like that to be supporting a wife and child. Yeah, it's not, especially depending on whatever rank he is. Yeah, it's yeah. not. He was tripping. Right. So I didn't really like him because he had such a cop brain. Like he was such a cop. Mm-hmm. He saw Devin and he was like, I don't like this guy. And like ran a background check. Devin gave him a fake name anyway. So right. uh, no big deal. Passed with flying colors. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they've been building up to this big gala. Um, the holiday. What, what they call it? It was the called ball. like the something ball. It was a really cute name too. I might have forgot. Yeah. Um, it was really cute though. It really was. 
and everybody got their taxis and their dresses and stuff and went. And this is actually the night that Devin was supposed to be pulling off the heist because everybody mm-hmm. in the neighborhood was going to be at the gonna ball. Going to be at the ball. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they're there at the ball and the alarm at the jewelry store goes off. So Robin and Jay like run over there like, oh, like, what's up? And right. the diamonds is gone. Alarm the diamonds is gone. Is, yeah. Right. The store is broke and, into. They got the tape up on the door. Um, it was a robbery. Oh, it's real bad. Down to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So, and who's missing? Devin and RJ. Where and the RJ. hell is RJ? They up there with Poncho because now RJ is shocked because why is Devin here? Right. <laughs> and Devin is like <coughs> really trying to escape because at this point, mm-hmm. and like you said before, you know, his little heart done grew and grew. And he didn't want to do this in the first place. <laughs> right. But now he's trying to figure out how can he, one, get out of this alive because Poncho's crazy. Um, yeah. Two, how can he save RJ from this? And three, how can he get out of this to where he won't actually cause any harm or financial ruin to the mm-hmm. Holiday family? Yeah. And he figured that out. Great plan, Devin. <clears throat> so we find out during that point, or at least earlier in the movie, that Poncho is also in with the Russians, which I find. So I was watching Power Book 4, and that seems to be a common thread in Chicago crime. Like you're either mm-hmm. you're in with the Russians or the Eastern Europeans or something. Um, so Pancho was in with the Russians in this case, uh, but he failed to tell the Russians that he was planning this big heist and was not going to share any of his profits from it. So, of course, Devin shares that with the Russians. They show up mad as hell at Pancho. Uh, they take care of that. He hides the diamonds so that they're safe and secure and that they can be returned to the Holiday family and also frees RJ of this like debt or crime that he's owed to Poncho so that he can go back and live a clean life and be a regular teenager and sing in the mm-hmm. choir tomorrow for Christmas service. Yeah. And yeah. he wraps it up like uh like baby at the end of this Christmas. Yep, sure. Does. Sang sure the house does. Down go ahead and sang baby. <laughs> bring it together. <laughs> it I love black people. <laughs> I, I love Whitfields. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, and that's pretty much how it goes. You know, Jay boyfriend proposes to her and she didn't have much to say about it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> she said no. Yeah. Um, even but though she was you. mad at but thank you. Like appreciate yeah. you. The ring is pretty. Um, even though she's pissed at Devin, she realized her feelings have grown for him over these last few weeks at the store. Um, so of course we get a very dramatic run out. We gotta find Devin. And what's the only place a man would be on Christmas Day? At the ice skating rink, eating a hot dog. How lovely. Uh, apparently the best dogs in the city. Um, so, of course, Jade and Devin mm-hmm. have their moment. We get a beautiful little shot of them. You know, kiss up, rub up, and fill up. And <laughs> the credits roll. And we have a beautiful holiday movie. Yep. Now that we're talking about it, I got to be straight up with you. What? I didn't buy the romance. I didn't yeah, buy no, it. Yeah, no, Sam. I don't Same. think we should have forced that because honestly, the strongest pair, the strongest thing of relationship in this whole movie is Devin and Robert. Like I would have been much more mm. pleased with an angle of like, if Devin was a little bit younger, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. more like bringing on a son to the family. That would have mm, been, like RJ. that would have hit yeah, more authentic yeah. for me. Because this romance wasn't, it. Jay did not seem like she liked men. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't buy it. <laughs> she was giving him the cold shoulder for a yeah. good second. That is true. Right. 
I feel like, or maybe it's also because some of the, now here are my, here are my critiques before we get to it. Because <laughs> I didn't really think about them until now. We just rehashed the whole movie. The direction uh-huh. was very, now shout out to Roger Bob. I'm, I love his Roger work. Roger Bob. Like, yeah. He's literally yeah. one of the most like under, under noted, but influential mm-hmm. like black, like black men in Hollywood. <laughs> Roger Agreed. Bob. Agreed. You I know, agree. legend already. But truly, the direction in this movie was a little like just a little clinical, a lot of mid range, like mid mid shots, you know, mm-hmm. messed up. And it really yeah. didn't build a lot of energy. Robert, as an actor, had to, the actor who played Robert really carried a lot to land those emotional He's good notes too. because yeah. the direction wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we could have built the romance up a little bit more, even with just a, just a sexier lighting and direction. That's a good of, point. Just with one night, one late night staying up to do inventory or something. Mm-hmm. Like how the mm-hmm. best man was. Yeah. 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 Tay Diggs, all the papers and, are all around. And and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know? And we didn't That's get that. That's a good point. <laughs> we did not. There were also, I guess I'm not saying no, there weren't enough like stolen glances or like right. sudden like touches of like the pinky and it's like ooh they retract right. fast because it's that electric <laughs> energy you know that right. we get in like a romance movie that's a good point yeah it was very like I, I guess like clinical like you said and yeah. then just kind of forced us forced it on us at the end of the movie like okay so Jade and Devin obviously you get together right. when this is over yeah yeah true. I do want to like uh temper that though with the uh, a statement that I just finished Jasmine Guillory's newest book, so my standards for romance are really Ooh, high at this moment. Really so. high, yeah. No, that's yeah. Jasmine because she be writing. Jasmine be yeah. writing. Talk about unlikely pair ends up together. That's she's the queen of that. So yeah, yeah. I, just, she really is. To be fair, that's what's on my to mind be, right that's now. That's true. So, that's true. That's, it's hard to bounce know, back from that. Yeah, right. That's a good. That's point. what I feel though. I enjoyed it. All right, well, let's get into the awards then. Our yeah, last. Man. Oh, wow. Our very last Who Came to Act nominee, who join, who will join the ranks mm-hmm. of the 40-plus other nominees this season. But only one of those will be crowned our Who Came to Act winner for season three. Um, And for this film, I would like to nominate Mr. Philip Edward Van Leer, who played Robert, mm-hmm. Jade, and RJ's father. Um. I think most I loved every scene with him in it. I think he stole he stole every scene, I think. Um mm-hmm. so, you know, left it all on the screen also. So Mr. Philip, you get this week's nomination, our very last for the season. Yeah. And he's not in here with us right now, so I'm gonna accept this on his behalf. He is so talented. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Uh-oh. Be respectful. <laughs> Don't <laughs> I'm making fun of Kelly Rowland. Oh. <laughs> well, hey, hold on. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, now. I want to accept this on his behalf. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, had they not booed, I think Kelly would accept the award and walked off stage. I feel like they put a bad taste. Because, like, why are you? I'm on stage. Why is you booing? I'm on the stage. I think you that's think what she, really set Kelly off. She was. <laughs> I think that's what set her off for real. Was defending Chris, but really just needing to, to, to kick, get control of the room. That's, yes, what, it the really room was. that's what it really was. I wouldn't know what, I, honestly, for real, I wouldn't have <laughs> knew what to do because, <laughs> because I'm real sensitive. 
<laughs> so don't boo while I'm on stage. Like, just See? why didn't y'all and boo when they read his name? Why exactly. y'all wait till I started boo talking? When I'm on stage. Exactly. <laughs> that's, I think that's what Kelly, she was like, oh, hold up, wait a minute now. I'm on stage. We're not finna boo while I'm up here. Okay. Yeah. I, think I would have made it so much worse. I would have been like, yeah. girl, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, girl, me too. I don't too much fool with that nigga no way. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I would just revert to like casual speak, but yeah, um, she didn't handle that well. Yeah, no, yeah, she she did not. But luckily yeah. for us, um, this is pre-recorded, so we can edit it to make it be whatever. But I yeah. do accept that on his behalf. One, he's got a sick ass name. That's a really nice, yeah, it is a really long, nice name. proper name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't nobody else in SAG after got that name. I'm like, Period. that's his name. <laughs> And he just, he really brought the heart to this movie. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. I agree. Well, shout out to Roger Bob. Roger um, Bob. And shout out to Chicago. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And three-piece suits. Shout out to that. And Shout uh, out to yeah. Miss Lightfoot. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> so that that's our last movie for the season, man. Burr, 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 burr. Season three. We yeah. we surpassed a hundred episodes this season. Yeah, uh, we hit some great mi- uh, some other great milestones this season, which we'll go through in our year end review next yeah. week for y'all. I mean, this was a good season. I feel like we tapped into so many newer and recent black indies too this season. So yeah, only only up from here is what it's feeling like. It's my humble opinion that this season, season three, was mm-hmm. the best slate of movies of all three seasons we've done. Like, I can say that. I really do think we watched a lot of really good movies this year. We did. We really did. I was going back through yesterday, looking through, because I'm trying to put together my thoughts for who came to act. And it's hard. Because yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of good actors, too, this season. It's really hard. So Yeah, man. Dang. Well, look, <sighs> to the listener, to you, we you know we appreciate you listening. But here, here here's what I'm saying. If you're newer to the show, you just started listening recently, you know, and you're going to want to go back and revisit some of our episodes from this season, you might mm-hmm. not know where to start. Our wrap-up episode is going to point you to the best movies we watched this season, the best yeah. reviews we did, uh, the not-so-good movies we watched this season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a few. Know. It's always a few. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you know, that we watch them to let you. y'all know. So that's we put ourselves on the line <laughs> for y'all every week. Right. Sydney, you're so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laying down two hours of my life. I lay <laughs> from a pot that you wouldn't drink out of. <laughs> so huh, that's for y'all. Yeah. So that'll be a really good, a handy guide. The wrap up episode is always a handy guide to to know what uh reviews of ours to go check out and listen to Mm -hmm. while we're on break but don't worry about that quite yet because next week we're coming back with our uh season three wrap-up yes can't wait it's gonna it's gonna be fun we're gonna have we're gonna have some fun stuff to talk about next week um so hope y'all enjoy the week and we'll see y'all next monday bye thanks for listening to join in on the conversation follow us on twitter at tnccpod and on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit, and that's spelled C H I T L I N. And for the latest and greatest, check out our website at the New Chitlin Circuit.
Dot com.